Blog Talk Radio. So, 
let's kind of get things going off here. I'm, me and Granny have been watching Raw, and we just noticed that Big Swing's gal, Alexa Bliss, has been revealed as she has been Sister Abigail the whole time. Wow. Yep. I did not yep. see that coming. How about you, Granny? I did not see that coming. Well, I kind of did because when uh, Kevin Owens had her on his little talk show, Kevin Owens show, what was it, about a week ago, you uh-huh. could just see the look in her eyes, the the glare in her eyes. I mean, I knew it was coming. I mean, you know, I halfway suspected it. And, you know, and she was the way she was talking about, you know, Bray Wyatt, you know, and everything. And, you know, he's everywhere. And, you know, it just, and then all of a sudden the fiend shows up out of nowhere. And so, yeah, it, it, it looks like she's sister Abigail, you know, she's pretty devious looking in my book, but you know, so. Well, she, in a way she always has been that way. I remember the last time my father and I watched the pay-per-view together, he, he referred to her as a little minx and she is <clears throat> when you think about it. It's kind of funny. She kind of reminds now, me. She kind of reminds me of a Harley Quinn, you know. But I mean, she kind of reminds yeah. me of Harley Quinn a little bit. But you know, um, you know. And for and, those people that don't know, uh, I actually have a major crush on Harley Quinn. Sometimes I wish I was the Joker. I tell jokes, but I'm not the Joker himself. So, and of course, you know, anyway. the big draft is going. The big draft is going on right now tonight you know people are going to smackdown people are going to raw people are staying on smackdown and and all of a sudden look who shows up but walk with elias you know he come in he bashed his guitar over jeff Hardy's back and that triple threat match and so it looks like elias is back on raw well you know the thing about the draft though I mean, how many people really care about it? I remember when, you know, when the draft was first mentioned and how it's going to be a big shakeup and this and that. And then, you know, when you think about it, when they had the draft, you know, they really played this as a fiddle because, you know, uh, oh, yeah, this guy got drafted there, but that wasn't the way it's supposed to go. So he got traded. The original guy got to go. I mean, you know, is it really a draft? Or is it a, a schmoz? I, I don't know how you classify who it. Who knows? But who knows? Who Yeah, who knows what the WWE is doing? Like I say, I mean, I've been through the uh, I've been through the Legends era. I've been through the New Generation. I've been through the Attitude era. I've been through the PG era. And, of course, I, I refer to this as what the hell are they doing era. So, and still... That question is asked, and still that question has not been answered. Um, you know, in this whole deal about Stephanie McMahon and uh, you know Shane getting cheated out of there, uh, that Vince is not going to leave the company to them. He's going to leave it to Triple H. I don't know how much ground water that holds, but it is what it is. I mean. Can you imagine Triple H running the whole show? I I I think it I'm wouldn't surprise watching. me. I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me. But 
I think in all reality, you know, Triple H may be running the show, but I think in the background, I think Stephanie's going to be a lot of it behind it in the background, behind the scenes. Okay, so Granny, our our first guest uh, is with us, so I'm going to try and make this work. Uh, I'm going to uh, bring him on here. I know he's listening, Uh, so we'll go to him shortly. And uh, what I'm going to do is I will put him on. I will do my introduction, as Big Swing would like to say. I will let you do your thing, and I'll go check the scores, and I'll be back to you whenever I get a moment. so I'm going to bring him on. I'm going to introduce him, and then we'll have some fun. Further ado, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. This guy is not made of gold. He's all silver. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Mr. Quicksilver himself. I can if this thing will work. Hold on a second. Uh, hold on, quick. So we'll be back to you in one second. I just got to figure out what's going on with this thing. Gotta love modern technology. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm here. here. My. Uh, He's not on mute, is he? The- no, no, I just lost the I just lost the show. Um, um, I don't know where it went. Am I? Oh. Hold on here. Uh, Quicksilver, I know you're listening. I know you're on hold. We'll get to you. I just got to figure out what happened to the, uh, to switchboard. the page with the show on. <laughs> Yeah, the switchboard. Right, exactly. Well, while, while we are waiting, fans, Granny had a very interesting weekend. My family and I oh, actually you, got to go. Did you get it? Keep talking about that, then I'll... Um... Oh, okay. We actually got to go to a meet-and-greet and a Q&A session with none other than former WWE Superstar Diva Champion Kelly Kelly in Harrison, Arkansas this past weekend. It was a, absolutely an amazing time. I tell you, Kelly Kelly is such a true class act lady. I mean, she shared her stories, she answered our questions, we got um, autographed pictures of her, we got our pictures taken with her in the ring, we actually got to sit in the ring for the Q&A session. I mean, they kind of had a, a limited event, of course, due to the COVID, you know, and everything, and we were all social distancing and wearing our masks, you know, so, but it was an amazing time. I mean, I really enjoyed Getting to meet her, and of course, Granny had her original Granny shirt on. So, and I, in all the excitement, I I neglected to have her sign my Granny shirt, but I have an autographed picture, personally autographed to me, Granny Holster. So, it, amazing time this weekend. 
And uh, how, how was she personally? Was she pretty nice? She was very nice, very, very nice, very friendly, loves her fans. I love the stories that she shared. Um, just just an absolute amazing lady. I mean, she really, she was just, she was so personable. I mean, just like I said, a true class act lady. I mean, you couldn't ask for a nicer person. Okay, I think I got it. I'm going to go ahead and introduce them, and then uh, we'll try this. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. He is so great. He's so quick. He went backstage, and he decided to come back out again. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the silver liner himself. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Quicksilver. Hey, this is Quicksilver, and you're listening to Attitude Era live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Holster. Hey, how are you guys Quick doing? Sir, how are you? We're good. I'm how are you? Great. Well, I'll tell you what. We uh, Quicksilver's our guest here. We have uh, well, we have about thirty minutes with uh, the Quick Man himself, uh, give or take. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you give us a little background about yourself, and then uh, we'll uh, ask you some questions. Have some fun. So go ahead. Okay. Sounds great. Um, so I uh, basically wrestled in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, I retired wrestling uh, back in 2006. And uh, I have been doing this for over 20 years. Uh, I started out uh, with the late Dick the Bruiser. Uh, he trained me and uh, got me going into the ring and Therefore, it's all history from there. Now, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, you mentioned you were trained by Dick the Bruiser. Uh, but and we're going to ask you all about that. But I have, uh, I have another question. You have, a, uh, you have a son that's kind of climbing up the wrestling ranks too, don't you? I do. I do. That's my son. He's, uh, it's kind of a funny story. He wanted, uh, me to teach him how to wrestle, um, back in the day. And I would never do it. I told him, you would not want this lifestyle. It is hard. <laughs> and, uh, so I kind of, uh, discouraged him for a while. And then he, uh, decided, well, I'm going to go and, did that myself and so he ended up being trained and uh now i'm looking at him and he's doing an excellent job refereeing um so i'm i'm proud to say that uh, he is uh upholding the uh wrestling tradition now awesome. um so uh so he's a second generation wrestler now you know the interesting thing is we did have your son as a guest on the show um, I believe it was, I don't know, maybe three or four months ago. And uh, he, he told us all about his, 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 his daddy, you, and how great of a father you are. And, uh, you know, um, how, you know, if, uh, you know, if he did well in school, you know, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't body slam him. And uh, if he did bad, uh, you know, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, the funny thing on that is I, uh, I'm a single father. I got custody of them 
And uh, so through my wrestling career, uh, they got to travel with me a lot. So um, they they got to meet some of the big stars like Hulk Hogan and um, Rowdy Piper and uh, the Honky Tonk Man. So they uh, got to see a part that a lot of people don't get to experience. You know, uh, of course, uh, everybody knows that Roddy Roddy Piper is my favorite wrestler of all time. And, uh, and uh, you know, we had the son out with us, Colton, uh, a couple years ago now. And, uh, you know, uh, love Hulk Hogan. But, unfortunately, uh, I should, probably shouldn't say this. I don't know. Uh, he's probably a friend of yours. But the honking talk, man, I have a little, I have a little issue with. Uh, I tried to get him on the show with us, and he said that he doesn't do Mama Basement Radio, and uh, we're far from that. We're heard live in New York City, so uh, we're far from being in our mama's basement. But anyway, that's another story. But so anyway, you were trained by Dick the Bruiser, and uh, what? How did you gravitate towards him? Well, um, back in the eighties. the uh, WWA uh, here in Indianapolis had a show, and it was called um, uh, Rest- Fans Against a Wrestler. And what they would do is they would um, pick a couple of fans to go in against uh, a wrestler by the name of Wojo. And uh, he was managed by Dr. Graham Jr. And uh, so, therefore... I got in there, I wrestled him, of course, I got my butt kicked, and uh, Dick the Bruiser liked the way that I um, handled myself uh, against Wojo, and he asked me if I would be willing to train, so I said yes, and so I got the privilege of going to his house, and he's got a big swimming pool in the backyard, cemented, and that's where I was trained, so when he would slam me, he would slam me on the concrete. Yeah, I didn't get the luxury of the ring yet. Well, but, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't you know, understand you. You were breaking well, up, Icon. What I was going to say, I would have asked him to slam me in the pool and sit on the concrete. <laughs> yeah, um, if I would have been uh, brave enough to, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> so now, you know, it's fun. You know, you mentioned that you said uh, you like the way you handle yourself. I thought you were going to say that you like the way you got your butt kicked. And I was going to say, um, he could say, hey, kid, why don't you come over here? I'll, I'll, I'll teach you how to defend yourself. Um, but um, so how long were you with uh, Dick? I wrestled with Dick the Bruiser all the way up to when he passed away. Wow. And then I, I yeah, I, then I uh, um, met Rip Rogers, and uh, he got me to uh, go on some shows with him with uh, WCW, and uh, that's where I've. Uh, we made friends with a lot of WCW guys, um, like uh, the Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Giant, um, Sting, and so that's where I got to, uh, a little bit more experience with the guys. So now, were you there? Um, well, you were obviously there when they 
when they had their their Saturday night show, but you you were gone by the time that uh, the Monday Night War started, correct? Correct. Yes, I was. That's when I got out. I was uh, doing a lot of independent stuff um, with uh, wrestling, like uh, the original Sheik. Uh, his uh, grandson was, um, or his not his grandson, his nephew Sabu. Uh, that's his uh-huh. uh, that who I wrestle against a lot. And uh, so that was the first time I met uh, the Sheik. And uh, so I wrestle a lot of independent shows. Well, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. I'm going to kind of uh, go, go to Grandy, and then I'll ask you some, uh, some of the tougher questions. Um, so you, did you, uh, you – so were you also gone by the time that Bischoff took over? Yes, yes. I, I had just left. Um, I – I basically I was back then they was uh it was called doing a job and back then I uh when I wrestled I made the other guys look perfect. <laughs> so so who was uh who was running uh WCW at the time that you were there? Was it uh was it Watts or was it uh uh Hurd? It, who was it? Well it was uh um Watts but I, I don't I can't I don't remember if it was if he was the full um you know the runner. I couldn't even I can't even remember the booker. Um it's just that Rip would book me basically and so I would drive to uh uh Atlanta, Georgia where they did a lot of their T V tapings. That's awesome. Um well I'll tell you what, uh and when you wrestled um were you uh, were you more of a baby face, a heel, an in between, or were you uh, what the crowd that week decided you were going to be? I I was uh, all three. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, it's funny that uh, um, I could wrestle in Chicago and uh, have a show the next night. I could be a face in Chicago, and then the next night I'll be two or three hours away from Chicago and. I'll wrestle as a heel, so um, it's it's funny how you can just switch your vibes around. So, well, with that being said, Granny, we have we can we have a somewhat of a heel on our hands. We have for our <laughs> guests, we have Quicksilver. We have twenty minutes. Go ahead, Granny. Well, hello, Quicksilver. I am Granny Hulkster. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a fan. Of, you know, but Granny likes to talk smack to the heels. Now, okay. I heard you mention, and I do pretty good. I've been told I do a pretty good job at it, what I do. I, I love the sport. I, I, I'm i a huge fan of the business. I've met a lot of big-time names over the years, and I'm friends with a lot of them, you know, so it's pretty awesome. Now, I thought it was interesting that you mentioned WCW. Now, when were you a part of WCW? I was part of WCW. Uh, back in the uh, towards the middle of the nineties. Okay, because I uh, I'm, the I'm, boogie I, woogie I, man was there. Mhm, mhm. And uh, then they was uh, let's see, um, I know Sting was there. I'm trying to think of some of the. You know, it's been so long since I've. Uh, well, I the reason why I there. ask is because um, I have a friend. 
that I do um, a pod or that I that I help with a podcast on sometimes on Thursday nights called WCW Retro, and uh-huh. he wrestled for WCW back in the day, and his he was known as the Maestro Papa Stro. I don't know if you recognize that name or not. I don't. Um, I don't. Okay, I'm not. I I'd have to go back and. Re- look and see what years he was part of WCW but I know he wrestled for WCW back in the day so that may have been before you came or he might have come after you know I I, I don't know I'd I'd have to go back and do some more research you know and everything but um, what has been one of your most challenging matches that you had in your career my challenging matches, uh, prob- probably, and I know um, the icon's not going to like this, but uh, probably um, when I uh, first time wrestling the Honky Kong man, uh, we was uh, I was uh, a face, he was working heel, and uh, through that match, he the, always the does it. Pardon me? I said he always is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's funny, through this, uh, we was uh, in the Indianapolis wrestling, and the crowd was kind of weird. Um, they was cheering him and booing me. And so I thought, okay, if you want to play that, I'll get aggressive. Then I'll start getting aggressive. Then they would start cheering me. And booing the honky tonk. So we did a lot of, you know, the fans didn't know which way to go on that. So that was that was a challenging time for me. You know, and finally I had to put him over at the end. You know, it's funny you Pardon? mentioned the honky tonk man. You know, it's funny when you mentioned the honky tonk man. Uh, you know, I, I was going to let you know what I what I told him when he, you know, I kind of got upset when he refused to be on my show or this show, our show. And I said, oh, you know, it, it's 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 fine that you don't want to come on the show. I said, you know, you, you're just so old that Elvis stole your gimmick, you know. And he didn't like that. He he hung up on me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I. We, I know. you know, There's... Quicksilver. I um, I I looked up, you know, my friend's kind of wrestling, you know, a little bit of his career. It looked like he debuted back in WCW back like around January of 1990. And he was, I would look at the different names that he went by in the ring. He went by the Maestro, the Stro, Robbie Eagle, and Gorgeous George III. Because he used to have blonde hair like Gorgeous George did. Yes. And he, and, and he debuted like January of 1990 back at, in WCW. So I didn't know if you knew him or not. His real yeah. name is Rob Kellum. But he um, he's on Facebook. But yeah, he wrestled back for WCW back in the day. Yeah, and I'm 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 sorry I'm that bad with well, that's names. Well, that's I okay. Mean, I, that's okay. <laughs> you meet a lot I, of people. But, you know, you you meet a lot of people over the years in your career, and you know. I, I do. Yes. And then I got a privilege of, uh, you know, I got to do a show with uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka in Canada. Oh, that's awesome. That yeah, was awesome. that was, 
very awesome. And uh, so um, I got to say that, uh, you know, I enjoyed my time in wrestling when I was uh, doing it full time. And uh, so I still got people. I live in Indianapolis. And um, I still got people that recognizes me. I'm like, what? I'm I'm 61 years old, and you're going to recognize me back in the day? <laughs> so, because I don't have the long hair anymore. So, and uh, and I will uh, send you guys some autographed pictures if you'd like. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, as a matter of fact, I will uh, I will send you I will send you. Um, an address of where to send that to, we we sure would appreciate. It. We got a big uh, December giveaway show that we got uh, coming on, and uh, you know, uh, I start lining up uh, people sending autographs in January, and then you know, go all the way up till the first of December, and uh, um, uh, <laughs> and, and it's amazing how how quick uh, December is uh, coming, you know, and. Uh, I keep telling everybody, you know, uh, with this COVID stuff, uh, the last six months have been the longest decade of our lives. I keep telling everybody because it, you know, it has, it has been terrible, you know. Well, and I'll but, tell you, uh, um, go ahead. When when I was when I was, uh, you know, wrestling, it takes a toe on your body, and uh, so. Right before the COVID, I was scheduled to have a uh, right knee replacement. And, oh, wow. Uh, so I ended up getting that done just a month ago. So I'm still recuperating from all that. Oh, geez. Now, when you, uh, when, when you were uh, with uh, WCW, uh, you 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 said you were there in the '90s, so you were you had to been there when uh, Ric Flair left. Uh, yes. And then, uh, and you also had to have been around there for stunning Steve Austin back in the day. Yes, and uh, unfortunately, of course, stacked in. Um, I mean, he he was there. Um, it was one of those. It was kind of weird, you know. If you wasn't with the clique, you don't get with the other guys. And so, you know, I basically was in a different part of the dressing room, and so I did not. Um, I, the only way I got to run into anybody is if I was out in the hallway and they was getting ready to do their show. So, that, that, that's the bad thing about that. But. Uh, you know, it was okay. I, I still got to, you know, meet a lot of different guys and everything. Did, did you ever get to meet Ted Turner? I did meet Ted Turner once when he wrote me my check. <laughs> oh. And that was about it. So what, when uh, – um, I, I, I shouldn't ask this, but I, I can't help myself. When uh, you got a check – Written by Ted Turner. Did you uh, photocopy the check and put it up on your wall? Say, hey, Ted Turner knows me. <laughs> well, actually, I, I thought about it, but I back then, you know, I thought, well, I need to get this cash because you know a lot of promoters back in the day, you if you didn't know them, you had to if they wrote you a check, you had to really cash it as quickly as possible. So uh, that was me. <laughs> and uh, you you did make uh, a few, uh, or I would guess more than a few, appearances on uh, WCW Saturday Night, correct? 
Uh, no, I did um, a lot of they uh, they had the dark matches, and I did a lot of the dark matches because I was not as as built as back then as as they would liked. So they didn't put me on television a lot. Uh, so I did dark matches uh, like the beginning of the shows. So um, when you had your first match, uh, who was it against? It was uh, – I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Um, the uh, rock and roll guy. Um, I can picture him in from, my mind. From, uh, from the Rock and Roll Express? No, no, no. Not, not Ricky Morton. Um, it was um, – um, Goodness, I cannot believe I'm, I'm my brain's messing up on me. Um, he did the uh, disco, um, and um, oh, disco, uh, disco inferno. Yes, disco inferno. Oh, okay, all right. That <laughs> that that had to been uh, that had to been interesting. Uh, I mean, yeah. you know, disco inferno. He's a great guy. You know, I'll tell you, I keep saying about disco inferno. His career would have been a lot better if he would have been given a better gimmick, you know. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yes. But uh, he's a heck of a nice guy and everything. So now you did dark matches. So did were you? Did you do dark matches every week, every other week, once a month? How no, often did, did I, you I, yeah, I, I got booked about once a month. And then through that other times, I was uh, uh, going to uh, other towns wrestling for independent shows. Now, when you uh, decided to uh, when you decided to retire, what uh, what led to it? Did you just say that you know I, I don't want to travel anymore? Uh, this isn't worth the abuse on my body. What led you decide that you wanted to? Hang it up. Uh, well, I tell you, um, I was uh, wrestling. I'm sure you've heard of Abyss. And yep. uh, Abyss is a good friend of mine, and uh, I was wrestling him, and uh, I um, kind of uh, damaged my knee, uh, tore meniscus in it, and uh, that would have been third time that I've had to have the uh, meniscus fixed. And uh, so after that, I was like, you know what? I'm getting too old. My body's not taking it. And uh, so I decided to hang it up and uh, um, try to get healthy again. So I'm just now starting. I mean, I've got the one knee replaced. I've had uh, two rotocuff surgeries. And so it's uh, put a toll on me. I know all about those knee replacement surgeries because I've had both my knees done and I had a torn meniscus in my right knee. And my surgeon says, well, your meniscus tear is very impressive. And I'm like, how impressive can a meniscus tear be? He said, it's bigger than the actual image showed. And I'm not even a wrestler and I've had two knee replacements. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, my my uh, surgeon told me that I blew. I didn't even have an ACL for them to uh, take out. I blew it out. So. Oh wow! So anyway, so yep. um, 
I do I do uh, talk to some of the guys uh, of this and uh, a guy by the name of Wildcat Chris Harris. I talk to them a lot, so I still talk. My uh, family and I things. actually got to meet Abyss a couple of years ago. We were supposed to have a wrestling show in Pittsburgh, Kansas, and the venue that it was at. Oh my gosh, it was horrible. The ring was, the ceiling was so low, and the lady that owned the building thought it was going to be like high school wrestling, like wrestling on mats. She didn't realize that there was going to be an actual ring inside the building. So needless to say, we did not get to have the wrestling show, but they still did the meet and greet. However, the promoter, I very, very unprofessional in my book. I mean, I would never want to be a promoter or a booker. I enjoy just being a fan. But the way that situation was handled, oh, my gosh, I felt so sorry for this because that man treated him very badly. And oh I felt God. so sorry for Abyss. I mean, but he told me, he says, Granny, he says, if we'd had that monster ball match, I would have had you in my corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I'll tell you, uh, when I, um, I got to tell you just a little story that uh, me and Abyss, we had a show in uh, Michigan at a uh, baseball diamond. And um, <clears throat> it was a packed house. And uh, they had probably about 1,500 people that showed up. And uh, everybody showed up except for the ring. And oh, my. Really? They, yeah, the, the promoter was freaking out. And so, like they said, the show must go on. They ended up putting a tarp out in the um, field of play where they played baseball. And me and Abyss was the opening match and so we had to wrestle on this um uh, on the uh tarp and no give nothing and uh we made it a show worthwhile let me tell you that would have been amazing to see so i'll never forget that though that was uh that was a good night me and the best uh, laughed about that for a long time uh, Quicksilver's our guest here. We got about five minutes here with Quicksilver. So, with all the all the different things you've done in your in your career, and you know, Granny asked what your most difficult match was. I asked about what your first match was. Uh, do you remember when and where and who your last match was against? Okay, my last match. I'm, I'm trying to put my head together. Uh, you know what? I, I can tell you, it was with uh, Jimmy Vyant, the boogie woogie man. And it was great because, you know, he's as old as sin anyway. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to do much. So it was, uh, that, was the, that was in Columbus, Indiana. And uh, that's what that's the last thing. So, but I tell you what, you'll never find a nicer guy than no Jimmy Diane. That's that's awesome. that's awesome. So, as we as we uh, go through here, um, 
we only got a few minutes left with you. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I, I do want to thank you uh, for taking time out of your schedule to join us. Uh, you know, when uh, your son was, uh, when your son was telling us all about the greatness of his dad, I think uh, uh, he, he didn't over-exaggerate at all. You're everything that he said and more. And you're you're just an awesome guy, and you know I wish I could have seen you wrestle back in the day, you know, but uh, you know I hate to admit this, but I really wasn't watching WCW back then. I didn't really start watching oh. WCW. Uh, yeah, I'll, until I'll, Scott I'll tell you and, what uh, I've been Kevin watching. Um, yeah, what I've been watching here lately is the uh, elite wrestling. I think that, I mean, that, that is almost as like a, a WCW because back in the day, elite wrestling was the, you know, if you want to learn how to wrestle, that was the show to watch. Yep. Now, I'm just curious, when uh, if we have uh, we have Quicksilver, I guess, here. we got about three minutes here, Quicksilver. So when you're watching wrestling uh, and you're watching a match, uh, do you ever critique what they're doing? Spot? I do. Uh, you do. I do. You, I uh, uh, go ahead. Sorry. When they uh, start to make a comeback or whatever, I'll I'll start saying it. My wife uh, kind of look at me. How'd you know all that? <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny that, that you never forget stuff like that. And. With you know, since you've been retired, have you do you have the itch to ever, uh, you know, like start training uh, wrestlers or you know getting the feel for wanting to get back into it, or is it just that you push it push it aside kind of like it's another lifetime ago? Well, no, because um, I've, the organ, little organization that my son works for, um, I'll go and watch him and and the guys. They've uh, talked me into one time being a manager uh, for a wrestler, and I decided, okay, I'll do that, but I better not get hurt. <laughs> and uh, so I uh, I did that, and then uh, after that, it was like, man, I just cannot do this anymore. You know, you you got to have that heart, and uh, when you lose that uh, feeling of wrestling, you just – you just, it's not the same anymore. Now, have you ever got to tag with your son? Um, I have never tagged with him, no. Um, they they tried to get it before my knee injury or before I had the uh, replacement. They they wanted to get a, uh, a father and son uh, tag match going, and I was like, I just can't do it, guys. Sorry. <laughs> so... Well, that you know been... what you, you could do, you know you could do that. You could be like one of those, uh, one of those tag teams uh, that they have now. Just let your partner go and do everything. You just stand on the corner, look beautiful. Absolutely, and I, and I believe you, I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've done that before. Just let and your you partner knock job. out, and you go. <laughs> then you get tagged in, go for the pin. Hey. You you did the work, but I'm taking credit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. Exactly. 
Well, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll share a little, I'll share a little store, quick story about how Granny talks smack to the bad guys. I had a bad guy get in my face one night. Now I'm 58 years old. I just turned 58 in August of this year. And he says, Granny, don't you have a curfew back at the nursing home? And I grabbed my keys out of my purse, and I doubled up my fist with my keys in my fist, and I threw my fist up in his face. I said, baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building, and he ran off screaming. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Man, man. I'm not afraid of these guys. I mean, they talk smack to me, and I just get right back in their face. I mean... I had Tommy Dreamer use my cane on Matt Riviera at the last traditional championship wrestling show in Fort Smith, Arkansas, back in 2013. He just took it right out of my hand. Did you <laughs> I mean, you don't, stop, you, you, you don't stop Tommy Dreamer. It was one of those fold-up canes, so he didn't really break it or anything. But, man, they made it look good. And, of course, they did TV taping. So I had every, everybody in the building was laughing. I mean, everybody thought it was so funny that he grabbed my cane. So, Wow. Yeah, I, I, keep, I, I keep referring it to as a hurricane because you got in Cal, uh, uh, Canada. <laughs> no, well, not hardly. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Quicksilver, thank you so much for joining us. Thank You're you, Quicksilver. Awesome. We appreciate you being on with us. And, You're uh, welcome. If uh, if uh, we can get you and your son on at one time, we'd love to have you guys back on again. Okay, sounds good. That way I can just I'll, talk some smack to that, him. Uh, and I'll send you that address where to, uh, where to send those autographs for us. Okay, sounds great. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thank Thanks, you. Have a good night. Thank you. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Quicksilver, ladies and gentlemen, what a great guest that was. Uh, so we're waiting for our next guest. Uh, I think you may have called in a couple times. I, I couldn't go to him because we were still talking to our uh, our other guests, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll get him back on here shortly. And, mm-hmm. uh yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, it's it's fun to you know, it's fun to talk to the new the new guys, but it's also fun to talk to, you know, the guys that have been there, the legends as I like to call them. Mm-hmm. And uh you mm-hmm. know they're they are you know, they are just as much a part of the history of what's going on now compared to what what happened uh you know in the past the future the present you know they all they all made their mark in the business that's why we love having legends on you know very true uh, and uh for those of you who are watching raw uh and listening to us there's a the women's battle royal going on right now so uh and uh Nia Jax is uh cleaning house and they're trying to they're trying to get her thrown over there, but that ain't going to work because um, it's Nia Jax. So, you know, I don't know. Nia Jax just seems a lot quicker uh, than before. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's, it's good yeah, to see. She does pretty it's good. good. To see I her mean, back, you know? yeah, it is. I mean, you know. So uh, we'll just wait for uh, we'll just wait for our guest to call in, and then. Uh, uh, at, the top, at the top of the hour, a little after, a uh, quarter past the top of the hour, we'll have our 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 big guest tonight, Patricia Sutherland. Uh, she'll call in and we'll talk to her. And uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of funny when I was trying to, uh, while I was about to uh, 
put Quicksilver on. All of a sudden, my screen just went blank, and uh, oh, wow. I, I had to log. I had to log back in, <laughs> and it's like everything was still there. Thank goodness, but uh, it, you know, technology—you gotta love it, I guess, don't you? Yeah, unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't always work the way you want it to work. But ooh, they all threw Nia Jax out. Well, that's interesting, Nia Jax. So it took anyway, about like seven uh, or eight people to throw her out. <laughs> so hopefully uh, he'll call in uh, quick. Uh, if not, we'll just talk until uh, our next. Uh, our third guest arrived. Uh, and, uh, you know, just so everybody knows, we got a lot of big shows uh, coming up. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, have a lot of fun in the next uh, next few months coming in. Uh, there might be uh, some, some uh, changes coming uh, to the show. We hope not, but uh, if there are, we'll keep you posted on that. But the main thing is we're not going anywhere. Uh, That's true. uh, Now nothing can take us down. We'll still be here to entertain. We'll we'll make sure we maintain our health and we stay safe and we come back week to week to entertain you. You know, we love all our fans. We love all you guys for joining us. And, you know, if you ever want to call into the show, uh, you can always call us at 713-955-0359. If you have a question for me or Granny or uh, if you want to to, uh, get smart with the icon or you think you can stand up to Granny's sister and her her cane, uh, (laughs) call in anytime you want. I mean, you know, we we will take callers freely. We don't discriminate anybody, and we do not screen our calls either. So if you want to be, uh, if you want to call and call, get on the show and talk to us, we'll take your calls. Uh, you want to talk to our guests, we'll take your calls. It's the same number. Just call in. Uh, we'll see your number out there, you know, and we'll say your area code, and we'll say caller you're on. What's your question or what's your comment? And uh, yeah. Uh So, you know, uh, been very busy as as, lately. Yeah, you know, as long as we got a little time here, as long as we're talking, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, the numbers of COVID cases in my state here, in North Dakota, have been on the rise. How about where you're at in Arkansas? What's uh, what's going on there? Up uh, there, you know, well, when they started back. You know, school back up, you know, the numbers elevated a little bit, and, um, you know, so they're kind of, you know, I don't know, you know, it's just, it's, um, I've known people that have died from the COVID, and it's not a, it's not a good thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's serious, and people need to take this seriously, and people think that this is just a joke, and, it's not. I mean, people are actually dying from this, and you know, I um, I lost a very, very good friend um, uh, last Sunday. Who, I mean, she had other health line issues besides that, but she actually had tested positive for COVID, and she had been in the hospital, and her family had to make the decision to. Um, 
take her off the ventilator and take her off life support because she was not getting any better. And she she passed away um, last Sunday. And, uh, you know, very sad situation. So my heart goes out yeah, for her family and, uh, you know, so. Yeah, I, uh, you know, you know, we... You know, we we don't ever get political on the show. We don't like to talk about politics here. I mean, we probably could, but you know, we just we just don't because it's not a political show at all. No, it's uh, not. So yeah, so we we don't uh, we don't ever. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say uh, never ever, but uh, you know, if you ever want to if you ever want to tune in the show and listen to political talk, this isn't the place you're going to hear it. There's uh, other outlets you can. Uh, turn to if you want to if you want to hear politics and this is not one of them so we're uh we just don't go there um and i mean we could but we just just we just don't choose not to (laughs) yeah we choose not to we like i say we could but we're (laughs) we're not we're not going to touch that um so it uh so we're waiting for our guest uh um, I, I I think that may have been him that uh, that called in when uh, we were uh, still uh, interviewing talking to others. Yeah, but like I said, I, I couldn't go to him because uh, you know I uh, <laughs> didn't want to risk the chance of uh, knocking other guests off when uh, he was uh, um, <laughs> when we were talking to our other guests so we'll we'll just uh wait our uh our next guest is scheduled uh for uh top of the hour so so how was your weekend icon well uh weekend was good um you know I, I work a lot uh, during the week, and I work a little bit on the weekends. And Bernadette and I always spend our Saturday afternoon and Sunday all together watching football. And unfortunately, here in Fargo, we don't have bison football until the spring. And uh, our <coughs> starting quarterback uh, decided to declare himself for the draft, so uh, we don't have our starting quarterback is going to be entering the draft. So. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Be watching for the name Trey Lance uh, in uh, this uh, year's draft. Uh, I have a feeling that he's going to go pretty high. I mean, Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. Easton Sick is a great quarterback. But this young man is unbelievable. And whatever team gets him, uh, it will be a steal. And uh, I know I'm biased when I say that. Everybody knows I'm a Vikings fan. I would love to see Trey Lance become a Minnesota Viking. Uh, as uh, as we found out last night, uh, they need some help. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, your team lost last night. Uh, my team lost yes. last night. Um, even though Big Swing's team did win, the Cowboys, even though they did win, uh, they still had a tough break. And uh, I don't know if that's going to be a career-ending injury for Dak Prescott, but it looked pretty devastating. The bar watching the watching it happen, and uh, they showed it on replay one time, and 
I've never heard this happen ever. I'm at the bar, and everybody in the bar, when they showed the replay, everybody at one time just went, oh. I mean, you, it was so loud you could hear it outside of the mm-hmm. bar. It was, And uh, uh, you probably won't ever see that replay again. Uh, I haven't seen anything that devastating since Joe Theismann when he uh, when he got taken out. Uh, you know, uh, just just terrible stuff. So right now we got uh, Natalia and uh, uh, the Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah. Lacey Evans, the Southern Bell. The Southern Bell. Nope, not eliminated yet. Might as well just do a little Ooh, bit of watching while we're for our next guest. Close. Well, I we apologize to our second caller that um, I don't know what happened, but we we certainly do send our apologies and. Uh, Oh my! Tell you oh. at it. Can she, she hold on? Lacey up. Yep, she threw oh. Lacey Evans. Oh oh oh! No! Oh Lana! You gotta get back in the ring. Lana oh, ended up winning it. She wasn't. Yeah, was she she? she eliminated Natalia. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting, uh, you know, how Alana uh, is still with the, still employed with the WWE, uh, see, and they fired, they fired her husband, you know. Oh, I know. Is, is that that's weird? I know. Oh my! Here comes Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. <laughs> oh wow! Never know what you're going to see on WWE fans. You never know. You know, the thing is, you'll never, uh, you'll never know what you're going to you're you're going to hear on this show either. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know. I mean, like I say, we we try not to have the element of surprise, but sometimes it happens, and uh, you know, it is what it is. That's right. But we all love our little fur babies. Uh, Homer's right here with me, and uh, hello, Homer. Granny loves you. I hope you get feeling better, my little fur baby buddy. And uh, and uh, Homer loves Granny too. Uh, that's why uh, Homer, uh, you know, of course Homer can't talk because he's a dog, but I know that uh, he would love to have Granny come down for my wedding uh, because. Uh, we're going to need someone to hold Homer during the wedding, and uh, uh, you would be uh, you would be the one that uh, would be uh, nominated to do that. Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm sure Homer, Homer and I would get along just fine. <laughs> and uh, you know, this, oops, sorry, buddy. Uh, I'll have to do that later. Uh, and uh, real quick here, uh, this weekend uh, is uh, Puffamania, uh, Puffamania Immortal. Uh, the icon will be there doing commentary. 
Um, mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you who haven't been listening uh, for the last couple weeks, why haven't you? Um, it's going to be uh, October 18th at the Double Tree in Fargo here. Uh, bell time uh, is, um, I believe, at 6 o'clock. Uh, you come out for uh, a three-and-a-half-hour, four-hour show, and uh, you get to meet a lot of wrestlers. I've heard uh, I've got a list of the wrestlers that will be on the card. Um, <clears throat> so let me uh, let me run down those. I, I don't know what the matches are because they're keeping those uh, a secret, but I can let you know who uh, who's on the card. Uh, there's going to be um, Rock Solid. Is going to be there. Uh, Johnny Chris is going to be there. Uh, or Johnny CK, sorry. Uh, and uh, who else is going to be there? Uh, Snake Pit. Uh, downtown Petey Brown. The Carver. Now, Granny, you should see this guy. This guy's a freak of nature. Kato's going to be there. Uh, Coda Jacobs is going to be there. Uh, and uh, who else? Uh, let me look at my list. And uh, I heard you... that Sylvester Fox is making an appearance. Yep. I wonder if he. I wonder if he'll get himself in trouble or if things will get out of hand. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I wish I could be there for that show. That sounds like an amazing event. I I wish Granny could be there for that. So, well, uh, you know, uh, there's not too many people able to travel with all this COVID stuff going on. That's you know? true. That's so. true. Hey, Granny, if you want to uh, fill in the airtime for just a little bit, I got one thing to take care of, and I'll uh, get our other guest on. So, uh, just kind of. Uh, Full time. Tell us about your charity. Oh, okay. Well, Wrestling for a Cause, as you know, is very near and dear to Granny's heart. And we just got done having the Ryder Cup uh, Memorial Cup event back in the September. And uh, Dimitri Alexandrov was crowned our Ryder Cup champion. was presented this great big trophy and now he gets to choose any championship belt of his choosing that he wishes to try for. We are getting ready October 24th to have our WFC anniversary show fans. Uh, Owasso, Oklahoma, the Owasso Sertoma Center. Uh, If you're in the Oklahoma area, please yeah, I, I know VIP tickets are sold out, but we do have general admission tickets left. Nine years strong, ladies and gentlemen, this organization has been um, going around in uh, Oklahoma. Um, I I started helping with the organization back in 2012. I never got to meet Ryder, the little boy that they started WFC for, but I know his mother, I know his grandparents, and that's why we have the Ryder Cup Memorial Show every year. Now, this event for the past three years, fans, has actually had to turn into a two-day event because it has grown so much 
that we just couldn't get everything done in one night. So we had we had to turn it in three years ago into a two-day event, and it's absolutely an amazing time. I have met so thinking? many wonderful um, well, like I said, um, VIP sold out. I think general admission is like fifteen dollars, uh, and the bell time starts at five o'clock. Um, but there's going to be there's going to be three VIP matches for everybody that uh, got VIP tickets. Uh, they have a like a VIP pre-show, and there's three big VIP matches prior to the event starting. I think there's going to be um, seven more matches in the throughout the remaining of the night. It's going to be an amazing time. I can't wait. And uh, let us know so, how you can get tickets again. Uh, well, WFC, uh, you can check out WFC Wrestling for a Cause on their Facebook page. Of and you can there's a number I I don't I'm, I apologize I don't have Tim's number in front of me to to contact but um, you can go to their their wfccharity.com I believe is their website and you just go check them out on Facebook and you can find out all the information there. So. All right. Well, hopefully uh, we can get our uh, our third guest on. Uh, she was having uh, issues. Uh, where she was at, um, they apparently the power was out at uh, where she was at, and it knocked out. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so hopefully uh, we'll have uh, we'll have her on. Um, <coughs> so uh, <sighs> well, let me see here if I can. I thought I was going to have trouble running the board, but I'm having more trouble getting our guests on <laughs> or calling in. Well, you know, like I said, you know, you can't you can't fool Mother Nature. So I mean, uh, let's see if no, I can up. <clears throat> but you know, like I say, back to what we were talking about, Lana. I, I just think it's kind of weird that, you know, they fired her husband, Rusev, but uh, she's still employed there. I mean, I, you know, I guess I understand making money and everything, but the whole loyalty thing, you know. Oh, excuse me. Oh, let's see here. I'm looking to see here. Uh, Let me see here. I can't believe it's been nine years that Wrestling for a Cause has been running. So hard to believe. It's an absolutely amazing organization, I tell you. We just, uh, they love doing what they do, I tell you. They absolutely love what they do. And uh, you, you've been there all nine years, haven't you? Uh, pretty, uh, pretty much from the get-go. I actually went to my first WFC show. It was the second show that they did uh, in 2012 in Broken Arrow. I, I missed the first show that they did for Ryder. 
but um, I've been pretty much a part of it um, since 2012. So eight years, I mean, pretty close to nine years, but, you know, it's... uh, Of course, I can't find what I'm looking for. I hate that when I'm looking for something and I can't find what I want. But, yeah, they can check out. I mean, if anybody in the Oklahoma area is interested, they can go to Wrestling for a Cause, their Facebook page, and check them out. And but usually, like, the VIP tickets are $20, you know, for front row. But I think they're pretty much almost all sold out. So general admission is, like, 15 so it's still a great night, though. I mean, they're going to have, um, and they're also having a costume contest for everybody because it's like, you know, the week before Halloween, you know, so. So that'll always be always a fun time. We have some pretty interesting costumes when people dress up for WSC for the costume contest. So uh, you you just go you just go as men. You don't dress up as anything different, do you? No, I mean um, I the actually one year they said, "Oh, Granny, get in the contest," and I'm like, "No, I'm not going to get in the contest because I don't have a costume." They said, "That is your costume," and I'm like, "No, well, whatever," and you know I. And, of course, everybody voted for Granny, but, you know, which wasn't really totally fair in my book. But, you know, I, I tried to give – I tried to bow out and um, give my very good friend Susie Martin the first place win because she, she was dressed up like the Queen of Hearts, and she had an absolutely amazing costume. So she should have won. That's cool. But she got prizes, too, because the the – it was so close, you know, and everything. But she got I I I, I convinced the judges to uh, we we kind of shared the victory, we shared the win, you know. So we both got prizes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. funny. Uh, so I'm still waiting for other guests. Uh, if not, I'll try and get the Puff Mania guys in. I I gotta have something mm. to. Uh, uh, save our show tonight. Um, the thing is, none of this stuff is uh, of any fault of my own, really. Uh, you know. It's no, just, no, it's, it's not. It just it, it's it. Like I said, modern technology. You gotta love it. And when Mother Nature does her thing, sometimes you know it makes it hard for people to be able to call in when they when they're supposed to. And it happens. I mean, you know, unfortunately, it happens. And. We just have to do the best that we can, so. Excuse me. I actually got to go to my uh, uncle's surprise birthday party. Um, What was it? Um, October 3rd. I actually, last weekend, I actually 
got to go to Kansas and see my mother and see my brother and my sister-in-law that I haven't seen for such a long time. And I got to see my cousins and their kids that I hadn't got to see forever. You know, we had about 50 people. My uncle's actually turning 80 on the 25th of this month, but we had a surprise. They had a surprise birthday party for him last weekend. And it was a lot of fun. Everybody social distance. We wore our masks, you know. So, and the venue they had it in, the venue that they had it in, it was like a, it was called the Bee Creek Shelter, and it was like a big barn type thing. I mean, it was you know outside, you know. I mean, so there was plenty of room for people to walk around and social distance, you know, but the cake that they had made for him was absolutely amazing. They had one picture of him when he was a baby, and then they had a picture of him, what he looks like today, and they had on the cake 80 years of memories. Wow. So. That's cool. Yeah. So I got so I got to see people that I you know family that I hadn't got to see in quite a long time. So, and I, I got to share something really funny with you, Icon. My cousin who lives in the Dallas area, he's a he's a fireman, and he does him and his wife do real estate, and he's a captain of a fire department down there that he works at. And um, he said, well, I can't even remember the last time I saw you. I said, well, I think it was at your mother's funeral, which was my mom's sister, which was 10 years ago that my aunt passed away. And he says, and look at you. You're just the big-time celebrity. And I said, I am no celebrity. He says, I see all those posts about Granny Hulkster on Facebook. He says, you're just a huge celebrity. Celebrity, everybody knows who you are. And I said, well, thank you very much. But, you know, I... I'm very humbled by that, but uh, you know, it was it was kind of funny that he brought that up the way he did. So, yeah, that is uh, that that is uh, that is weird. You know, it's just you know, it's amazing how uh, you know. Uh, have you ever had one of those experiences when uh, someone knows you and you don't know them? Oh yes, oh yes, yes. I do. I've uh, many times. I mean, well, even to this, even to this day, I mean, like they still show the old traditional championship wrestling reruns down in the Little Rock area on TV. And even to this day, and TCW quit running in 2013. They did their last show November 13th of 2013, and um, it was like. To this day, I still have people come up and ask me, "Hey, aren't you aren't you that lady from PCW? Aren't you that lady that wore that yellow shirt that always sat on the front row? Aren't you Granny?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm her." You know, so it's amazing that uh, people recognize me. You know, so it's kind of like you know. Uh, Quicksilver was talking, you know, even though he doesn't have the long hair, he's 61 years old, people still recognize who he is, you know. I get that feeling. I get that a lot myself. So, I mean, it's like when we were at the meet and greet with Kelly Kelly, Jason asked me, he says, Granny, he says, how long have you had that shirt and how many signatures do you have on it? And I said, well, I can't tell you how many signatures I have on it, but I've had this shirt probably... 
20 plus years and of course Kelly Kelly she was absolutely amazed she loved my name I mean she autographed my picture to Granny Holkster and you know and I was it, so wrapped up in the moment I forgot to ask her to autograph my Granny shirt you know so I was just but hey it's okay you know hopefully maybe sometime I'll I'll get to meet her again you know but but uh, my son asked her a really great question. And he asked, one of the questions he asked her was that if she ever got inducted into the Hall of Fame, who would she want to have her inductee, you know, person induct her? And she said Tommy Dreamer. Because when she was part of the ECW days, back when she was in ECW, you know, I guess she worked with Tommy Dreamer a lot. Well, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, you know, uh, from, from what I, you know, seen of Tommy Dreamer, of course, where I'm from, you know, uh, uh, we would never able to get ECW, so I was only able to watch uh, ECW stuff on the, you know, the WWE network, and it's just amazing <laughs> how crazy they were back then, you know. But Tommy Dreamer is amazing. I love Tommy Dreamer. He's absolutely amazing person. He's such a nice guy, and. I've met Tommy Dreamer several different times, many occasions. I mean, he's like one of our best friends. I mean, it's just he's so amazing. And and the one of the questions that I asked Kelly Kelly was if she had her chance to do a dream match, who would she want her dream match opponent to be and why? And she said she would always want to have a, a match with Charlotte Flair because when she came back, for the uh, the Women's Royal Rumble, um, her and Charlotte were both in that Royal Rumble match, and she said she would love to have a match with Charlotte Flair. So, but uh, she, you know, she was pretty impressed with all the questions that was asked that day, and it and it wasn't a lot of us. I mean, there was probably. I mean, they had like 48 tickets. They they limited the ticket sales to about 48 people. But I think in the ring there was, let's see, four, five, six, seven. There was 14 of us sitting in the ring for the Q&A. So, I mean, it was very, very, uh, very homey, very, you know, small. But, you know, we were we were very impressed with her stories and what she shared about the business. And it was just, it was, it was pretty amazing, you know, and they, they did that because right now, you know, mid States hasn't been able to have any shows. So they, they're trying to raise money doing online auctions and anything they can to kind of help keep the bills paid for their training facility their boxing gym which they use for their training facility and you know so that was one of the reasons why they did the meet and greet with her and she was very humble you know to be there I mean she she like I said she's a true class act lady I mean she was wonderful to talk to her fiance asked her she says yeah he says how many autographs have you signed in your career? She kind of looked at him and laughed, and she's like, well, I really don't know. And she says, I would probably have to say probably a guess of maybe 500,000. 
<laughs> and I said, that's probably Jeez. just the bare minimum. And she says, yeah, Granny, you're right. That probably is. So. Yeah, it's uh, – well, you know, I wonder if I can uh, get a substitute guest on. I, I do apologize to our fans because we were expecting two guests and uh, something has happened. I don't know what it is. I mean – there's nothing I'm doing. I mean, I, I got the board up. I'm waiting for them, but uh, they're not calling in. But uh, I understand, you know, things happen, you know. So. Let me just uh, do a little checking here. Of course, we've got Hell in a Cell coming up very soon. What, this weekend is Hell in a Cell, I believe, is the big pay-per-view. Hell in a Cell this weekend, and they've been talking about that. And you know, it's I kind of like you know, what... I cannot... uh, sorry, Jane, but Go ahead. Know, it's, it's funny. I um... uh, it's, it's just kind of funny because... Uh... I, I haven't watched the pay-per-view in a long time, you know. <clears throat> I kind of had to laugh at what Ricochet did tonight against uh, Cedric Alexander. <laughs> I have seen that move so many times, so many times. I mean, my own independent wrestling family or wrestling buddies have done that move, what Ricochet did to Cedric Alexander tonight in the ring. I had to laugh. I thought that was so funny piece with a chair into the ring fans and ricochet caught a hold of it and he hit the chair on the ring and then he tossed the chair to cedric alexander and then he acts like cedric alexander hit him with the chair and he falls and hits the ring and the referee just qualifies cedric alexander <laughs> MVP sitting in the chair and all the hurt business or whatever they call themselves, they're all standing in the ring angry looking, you know, and mad and because their poor little Cedric Alexander lost the match and you know. And Ricochet's walking away from the ring, like waving at them all, like, sorry guys, you know, you hit me, you know, bye. <laughs> I've seen that move you know, so many times. You know, I'll tell you what. So. It's, uh, you know, this whole thing with the this hurt business, it's, I, I don't know. What is your thought on it? It's just kind of stupid, isn't it? I mean, it you is. Know, really I mean, is. I, you know, I had the opportunity to meet MVP one time. <laughs> Um, last year at an independent show uh, that my very good friend Jerry Bostick does for World Class Revolution Wrestling, and it was over in Tahlequah, Oklahoma. And, I, you know, I mean, I asked him if he would sign my granny shirt, and he's like, well, no offense, granny, but, you know, nothing personal. But then he started talking about what Hulk Hogan, you know, him and the difference of opinion between him and Hulk Hogan. And he wouldn't sign my shirt, you know, and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever, you know, move along, <laughs> you know, goodbye. <laughs> I didn't talk to him very long, needless to say. I just thought he was kind of a jerk. I, I really do not, I'm not a big MVP fan. I, I really don't like the guy. And, I mean, I've been treated much nicer by so many other people, big name people other than him. And 
I I didn't lose no sleep over meeting MVP. I mean, I just kind of like, okay, fine, move along. I'm 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 your history. Goodbye. Get, <laughs> move MVP. along. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> you know. But I, I just, I'm just not a big MVP fan. I just don't care for the guy, and I just don't like what they're doing. You know, I, I don't like what they're trying to do. I mean, they were trying to get Mustafa Ali to join them, and I guess from what I found out, Mustafa Ali is the head of that retribution group. I don't know if you knew that so- or not, Icon, but... I, I well I, I didn't really but now when uh you know you mentioned uh you know MVP being kind of jerky uh would you kind of say he was kind of jerky in the uh in the sense kind of like well you know like um uh, um the Harlem Heat guy was uh, yeah kind of I mean you know maybe. I, I, you know, maybe um, he just he 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 was he just did not have a very personable attitude. I'll put it that way. He just was not yeah. very personable, you know. And I mean, I just like I thought, okay, I'll go, I'll go talk, I'll go. I mean, Chavo Guerrero Jr. was at that show. I said, I'll just go talk to Chavo. I mean, Chavo knows who I am. I'll go talk to Chavo and. I just went and talked to Chavo some more, you know. Say, hey, Chavo, how you doing, you know. <laughs> he says, Granny, how you doing, you know, and everything. And I had a wonderful conversation, so, you know. Well, Ch- you know, Chavo's a pretty nice guy, you know. and uh, Yeah, he is. You know, uh, a lot of the Guerreros, you know, are, are nice. You know, like when we had Vicky Guerrero on, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that was, a, that, was, that was a great interview. Um. I guess uh, you know we you know it's funny we really haven't had very many bad interviews really uh, no you know, and a lot of our interviews have been great I mean a lot of them you know so so and uh, you know a lot of uh, you know I, I know we we well maybe we haven't talked about it or we have talked about it but I know sometimes you know you don't uh, you know you don't necessarily like the the adult stars that we have on the thing, but you know, the, hey, the cool that's thing about no, no, that you know, I just, you know, I really, I don't. That's just not my cup of tea. But you know, hey, some people like it, and everybody, you know, and and that's okay, you know. And I just enjoy the conversations. I enjoy the interviews, and and sometimes Granny doesn't always have questions to ask, and that's fine. I I can just sit back and listen, you know, which. That's what I do, so you know it's okay. Well, you know there was there there was one gal that we had on that uh, that really really uh, loved you when she was on uh, when she uh, co-hosted with uh, you and I, uh, Deb mm-hmm. Gardner. You remember her? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, remember she was telling us all about the different uh, exotic animals <clears throat> and stuff she has. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, apparently, you know, remember when she told us about the tortoise that she has, um, Mm -hmm. uh, they had to, they had to rescue her tortoise a couple weeks ago. Uh, cause I guess what happened is he, uh, he crawled into, uh, like a metal lawn chair 
and they had to cut the lawn chair to get him out of the yeah to get him out of the uh, the lawn chair. Oh my, poor baby. Uh, well, yeah. Can you, I mean, can you imagine what that was like trying to save a tortoise? Oh my. I mean, I mean, and you know, because tortoises they can grow quite large. I mean. I remember, you talk about exotic animals. I remember when I lived over by Eureka Springs, Arkansas, at a place called Holiday Island, there was a man by the name of Mr. Tatum, and he had an exotic animal park, and he sold it. And I was going to work one morning, and it was foggy, and, you know, of course, where I lived out there on the island, you know, on Holiday Island, we had a lot of deer that would run around the woods. So I see this shadowy looking figure staring at me and I stop my car and you know its eyes are just looking straight at my car and I'm thinking well why is that not moving that's not a deer why is that not moving and I got out and it and it's they're from Asia but they're called a MUFON ram and they're brown and they've got the white buttocks and the ram horns and they're I mean, he could have done some damage to my car if he hit my car with those horns of his, but he just stood there in the middle of the road, and him and his mate had gotten out of the animal park, and they were running free all over Holiday Island, and I think one of them eventually got hit, and they finally captured the other one, but um, beautiful animal, I mean, you know, I just thought, wow, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I see these glowing looking eyes looking at me you know in my car and I'm like what are you so you know very interesting you know and uh, you know I know we alluded to this earlier I know we don't uh, usually talk politics and everything but uh, I was going to ask you when when it comes to voting do you vote early or do you wait to election day and go to the polls or how do you usually do it uh, I usually, if I can, I try to vote early. I just try to get it done and get it over with, you know, especially, like I said, with the COVID thing, like now as it is, you know, I don't want to be around, I don't want to be around a lot of people. So, you know, I just, um, I wear my mask when I go shopping and when I go to the doctor's office for my follow-up appointments and everything. And I just, I try to avoid as many people as I can, you know, I mean, I just. Um, yeah, every, every, every one of my jobs that I work at, uh, you know, uh, masks are required, you know, when I work at uh, my collection job and when I work at, uh, when I work at um, the Dollar Tree part-time, you have to wear a mask there and. Uh, you know, working at uh, the hotel, you know, they they got to wear a mask there, you know. So, um. yeah, and uh, you know, I, um, you know, this, you know, well, we can as long as I, I don't know what happened to our guests, we'll 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 just forget it. Uh, but uh, you know, this whole COVID thing, you know, uh, I'm not. I'm not paranoid about it, you know, uh, like some people are. But uh, I'll admit, I, I do get a little nervous about it, you know. I, I don't know what your feeling yeah. is on it, but, Well, you know. I'm not really paranoid. I'm, I'm not paranoid, but I, I get so sick and tired of 
hearing people say that this is just a joke. And I hear, you know, people say, oh, well, as soon as the election's over with, this is just going to magically disappear. It's not, fans. I mean, this is a no, serious, serious situation. And they shouldn't joke about it like they do. I mean, okay, it's okay to joke around on some things and have a good time and have fun. But when you're dealing with something serious as this nature, this is not a laughing matter, yeah. people. No, it's not really. And it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, it has, it's put a hold on a lot of stuff. You know, I mean, we, how many different wrestlers have we talked to that said that their, uh, their, uh, their schedules have been uh, lessened because of, uh, all that stuff, you know? Exactly. I mean, we're not even running shows in Arkansas right now. Arkansas Championship Wrestling, the last show they did was in March. Uh, Mid-States and out of Harrison, they're not able to do any shows. Um, you know, there are shows here and there over in Oklahoma, but that's about it. I mean, you know, and I believe they're running shows down in Texas, you know, but um, I mean, I would love to go see some of my wrestling buddies down in Texas, but <laughs> that's too long of a road trip for Granny to make right now. So, because I've yeah, had a lot, uh, I've had I've had a lot I to mean, deal with here, you know, on on my home front, you know, personal issues, family issues, you know, and everything, and and I just talked to my mom today and. <clears throat> supposed to go for a follow-up tomorrow. I, I know her eyesight is getting worse. She's <clears throat> like blind in one eye, her right eye, and getting shots in her left eye. And luckily right now she has my cousin staying with her, you know, helping her out. So uh, my cousin just lost her mom, oh, about a year ago. So she's been staying at my mom's, helping my mom, you know, which I'm very grateful for that. And my brother moved back to Kansas um almost a year ago, so it's good that, you know, my mom has him up there to help her as well, so, I mean, of course, I would drop anything in a heartbeat if I had to go up to my mother's, because it's only a four-hour drive, roughly, but, uh, you know, I told my mother, where, I said, where, where you call me, uh, Leavenworth, Kansas, where I used to live, so, uh, that's, the flatlands uh, of Kansas, it's is, about is an that, hour from pretty, Kansas City. It, well, is that pretty close to uh, Tornado Alley, or is you all? Well, yeah, I mean, there, there, no, there's been there's been tornadoes up there. I mean, there, we're about an hour from Topeka, Kansas, the state capital of Kansas, Topeka, Kansas. We're about an hour from Kansas, from Topeka, so. But uh, it's about a four-hour drive for me to go up there, but. If, I mean, if I had to, I would. So I would, I would make the trip if I had to to help my mother. So, but uh, so I told her to call me tomorrow after she went to the doctor. So, yeah. <clears throat> fortunately, you know, here, you know, here in North Dakota, we don't have. You know, it's like I tell everybody where I'm from. We have four seasons: winter, flood, road construction, and football. Well, this year <laughs> we don't have. We we haven't had football, so that's that season. Uh, summer we didn't really we barely had, 
you know, because of all the COVID stuff. So, uh, you know, uh, going to uh, Red Hawks baseball games kind of, you know. Well, we didn't get to have our Northwest Arkansas Natural baseball games either this season. So this was, I mean, this would have been their, like, 12th season to play here in Springdale. And uh, I did find out we are actually going to be having an exhibition game next year sometime, I believe, around March or April with some of the Kansas City Royal ball team players because a lot of the Royals that are playing for Kansas City now at one time played for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. As a matter of fact, when the Royals won the World Series in 2015, the biggest part of their roster had at one time played for our double-A club, double-A affiliated club, the Northwest Arkansas Naturals down here in Springdale. So that was pretty amazing. So yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't switched my uh, uh, TV off of Raw, and uh, what uh, I guess um, Terry Bradshaw's got uh, some type of reality show now. Yeah, he does. And he does. Uh, I'm just I, I've never the, watched. Uh, I I haven't watched it yet, but. And uh, he just, uh, on the show, he just ate a worm, so, uh, and he freaked his daughters out, so. (laughs) Yeah, so. Well, Terry Bradshaw's a big joke anyways, you know, but. Yeah, I I never really have liked the guy, you know. But I usually don't like too many uh, uh, guys that have played against my teams anyway, but that's just me, you know. I know. Well, needless to say, my son did not let me live down um, when I told him that Big Swing would probably play that little sound effect. You ought to heard my son laugh his head off. I mean, because he thought that was funny. He says, "Oh, mother, I just wish I had that phone number so I could call in and tell on you that you want to play hooky." And I said, "I'm not going to play hooky. I'm not." And I. I mean, being the big swing wasn't here tonight, you know, it's a good thing I didn't, so it's a good thing I did call in, so, but, uh, but my, no, my son's not letting me live down that loss yesterday, needless to say, so. Well, yeah. That's okay, yeah. one loss, you know, we're five and one, it's, we're we're going to get through this, I mean, well, you know, last year, we lost our fifth game in the season, and we came back and won the Super Bowl. So anything's possible, you know. Like I said, I will love my Chiefs. I will support my Chiefs. Win or lose, I'm they're my team. And, you know, I mean, unfortunately, sometimes you're going to win, sometimes you're going to lose, and unfortunately, we just lost yesterday. So, but it'll be okay. We'll come back next week and we'll get that victory. So you know it, it'll be okay. Well, you know, I'm like you know, <clears> in the case of my team, you know, everybody's saying, well, you know, we're tanking the season to get a, you know, to get a uh, higher draft pick. Well, I, you know, you don't do that. You know, I mean, why no. would why would any, yeah why would any team lose on purpose? You know, I mean. It's, it, it it just it just doesn't happen. 
you know, you're not nope. gonna, you're not going to um, you're not gonna, you're not going to tank your season just so you can get a higher draft pick. I mean, especially when uh, the owners are paying you to win games. <laughs> you know, that's true. That's true. Oh, but um, I don't know. Well, uh, Icon, yeah. what do you say we call it an early night tonight since we – it doesn't look like our our guests are going to be able to make it on or anything. And Yeah, and I, I, I try to get the Paul Mania guys on because the show's this weekend, but I guess mm-hmm. we'll, have, we'll have them on uh, – we'll have to have them on next week uh, to tell us how the show went. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to pitch that real quick here for uh, everybody watching – Watching any everybody listening, um, when uh, it is uh, October eighteenth, uh, bell time is I guess it uh, doors open at four, goes goes to nine o'clock. So everybody come on out check out Puff Mania. The icon will be there live and in person. Maybe sign a few autographs, do some commentary. Uh, and try not to get involved in any of the matches. So come on out, check us out, and uh, yeah, we'll see you then. And uh, we'll catch you all next week. Um, and uh, we all want you to join us next week. Be checking our Facebook page for uh, who's going to be on next week. And looking for the outro. Um, and I don't know where he's got it labeled, but I will find it, and I will play it as we go out. So, have a great week, everybody. Be safe. Be good to each other. Take care, everybody. Dead man walking. You got it now. You got it.